0: Welcome to the A to Z Roofing Podcast. We're all about treating our customers like family, and today, you're part of our family. Now, here's your A to Z team. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the A to Z Roofing Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm joined by your hosts. We have Adrian and Christine Zulo. Good to see you guys again.
1: Good morning. Good morning.
0: How you doing? I am doing really well. It is Monday, ready for an exciting new week. And I know we got a, a lot coming up soon here. Uh, I'm actually in the process of replacing my roof. You guys are helping me with. So I'm going through that process myself. So I thought actually a good topic to talk about, being that I'm going through this myself, and, and I, I've been putting it off and putting it off and putting it off, and it's got to the point where it's just it's something that I need to do now. As a homeowner, when, when should you – or what are the signs or the criteria that homeowners should look for when deciding whether it's more beneficial to replace the roof outright or just get repairs done?
2: Um, I guess the first thing you would take into consideration the age of the roof. You know, if it's a newer roof, you know, 10 years, 15 years – well, not newer, but still plenty of life left and you have leaks happening – these are things that would normally be suggested to repair rather than replacement. Um, You get into the older roofs and we're out there or any other roofing contractors out there every year, fixing problems. Then you got to start thinking about, am I putting good money into a bad product? And like signs are your typical signs inside, like the old coffee stains on the ceilings. You know, you see these dart marks on your ceilings, then you know, you got issues or, um, fascia board rotting away and stuff like that.
1: And I think also, too, um, how often you're repairing you know, the roof. We have a couple customers that every rainy season we hear from them. They call and they say, oh, we've got another leak. And, you know, it's not necessarily in the same area that we've already repaired. We're kind of like chasing leaks around the house. Um, but it's every single rainy season they put more money into repairing and we tell them i think it's time for you to start looking into replacing your roof it's you know cost effectively you will have a brand new starting from scratch foundation on that um on the roof as opposed to chasing these repairs and these leaks every year
0: yeah so some obviously age is a key factor and then how many times you're getting repairs, it would be a a red flag or warning sign. How can homeowners conduct maybe, I don't know, like a cost benefit analysis to determine whether investing in all these repairs makes financial sense as compared to a full roof replacement? Like where, if they're just minor, if it's a lot of minor issues that are happening, right? If it's just a little minor thing versus more expensive things, at some level, like you're going to have to replace the roof anyway. So- It would make sense just to get it done. How should somebody weigh those two options in
2: terms of finances? Good question. Um, I guess you would, first of all, determine how expensive the overall roof is. You know, you got these big homes that these houses, the roofs are costing 70, 80, $100,000 to replace, where if you go ahead and put a few grand in a year, it's better off than dropping that big money Ticket item. Um, another thing is, too, with tile roofs, especially when we go in to do replacements or repairs, you don't really know the condition of a tile roof until you start removing roof tile. So we can determine is if these problems are happening because the product is failing versus it's just um, a minor oversight during the roof replacement process when the original roof was put on. So as far as cost analysis, it all depends on, I guess, what your financial situation's like. Um, what is your long-term of the property? Or do you plan on leaving soon? And, or is this going to be your long-term home where you want to also think about protecting the investment on the inside of the property?
0: Okay. So, <clears throat> are, there so are there any energy efficiency implications that one should consider when looking to replace the roof um, or any sustainability considerations that come into play, uh, any more eco-friendly options that are available now in the market that align with kind of modern sustainability?
2: So energy efficient, obviously the lighter the color of the roof that you're picking, the more energy efficient you're going to have. Sustainability, I would say, If you have the ability to put a metal roof on the house, it would last you a lot longer. And then when it is time to remove that, that roof metal is a hundred percent recyclable where with these asphalt shingles, it's a complete, you know, it's, it's an asphalt product. It's basically going into a, uh, a, a dump. Oh, so it's going to be filling up our dumps.
1: They call it dirty fill.
2: It is dirty fill.
1: Yeah.
0: So metal roof would be the most optimal
2: play at this point, you'd say? I believe so. Um, there, are, Studies have shown that these metal roofs are going to last you between 40 to 60 years, depending on the location. Um, also, got to take into consideration, we do live in a high wind velocity zone with hurricanes. So it's all going to depend if we do get a direct impact with the storm, if the, if the metal roof is going to hold up or not. But I believe the metal roof is your best option as far as longevity, longevity and sustainability.
0: That was going to be my next question, being that we live in South Florida with you know hurricanes to consider. I would think that, the metal roof would be more advantageous because, you know, there's no, there's no shingles. I guess strong enough winds could blow the shingles off. Right. Or the tiles, not shingles, tiles. Right.
2: right. Both. Both. Mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. So actually the, the metal roofs have the highest uplift ratings, which means uplift is the amount of wind loads your roofs can take. They have the highest wind win lift uplift ratings of all the product. Um, then your next level would be your tile. And then after that would be your shingle, as far as durability with pure wind. Now, all that changes when debris gets flying in the air, you know, your coconut, or as in the movie Twister, your flying cow, right? <laughs> so, flying
0: as, cow is no good. No,
2: yeah. no, no. If <laughs> no you but see a flying cow, run the other way. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. But as far as like <laughs> sustainability or, um, Hurricane, not, not proof, because nothing's hurricane proof, uh, yeah. hurricane resistant. Resistant, resistant, your best option would be your metal, according to the engineer's calculations, you know? Got
0: it, got it. So wh- what role does insurance considerations play into making the decision to replace the roof? Because I could say, from my own personal experience, my previous house I had—I forgot who recommended an adjuster to come by and take a look at the roof. I think I had some repairs done on the roof, and the roofing company said, "Oh, contact this public adjuster. It looks like you had hurricane damage." And they came out and they said, "Yeah, you've had damage for a hurricane, and I, you should file a claim." And I took his advice. We filed. I got a—I got a brand new roof, and it was like, "Great, this is fantastic." But I've actually since I've had folks on the podcast that deal in the insurance the insurance sphere that mm-hmm. have said that that one of the big contributing factors to skyrocketing insurance premiums in South Florida is people taking advantage of the. And I didn't realize, I didn't really think I was taking advantage. I said, I pay insurance. This is what they told me. But what are your thoughts on that in terms of when you should bring an adjuster in to determine if there was damage that is covered by insurance versus just kind of bearing that responsibility yourself?
1: i say after a storm i mean if a storm comes um that's when you get the insurance adjuster especially if you start having issues you get a roofing contractor to come out assess the roof see if there's been things that have been compromised directly that especially if you didn't have any issues beforehand that's almost a telltale a telltale sign that it came from that storm now we live in florida so we have storms yearly and we have a you know And it's not even necessarily a hurricane or a tropical storm, but just high wind storms um, every season. And so sometimes it's hard to say and pinpoint directly if it was a specific storm or if it's just living in the environment that we live in. So,
2: Well, with that being said, also, sometimes when these storms do roll through, it doesn't show your roof is compromised immediately Mm -hmm. and you may not see an effect of the storm until a couple years down the road when you are getting multiple issues. So we've also seen that too. But as far as when to call an adjuster, I would always call to get, like Christine said, get someone over there to evaluate the situation directly after a storm to make sure that you don't miss your opportunity to take a claim because there are windows of when you can take a claim and you just want to document everything right away. Yeah, that makes sense. Are there any strategies you guys could
0: recommend for maximizing the lifespan of your roof, regardless of what type of roof you choose, maybe from like a maintenance perspective? What have you guys seen? What would you recommend homeowners do to ensure durability of the roof that they have so they don't have to change it so frequently? Right.
1: Well, you said it for um, maintenance, you know, every couple years, um, ideally every year, but every few years have someone go out there with a trained eye to go and take a look to see if you have tiles, if you have any broken or cracked tiles that um Will leave the underlayment, the paper underneath exposed and um, vulnerable for any debris to come or any environmental exposures. Well, to-
2: and, yeah, because the so with tile roofs, you have a exposure rating to your paper underneath mm-hmm. the tile to the sun. It's a 180 day exposure rating. So if you have cracked tiles, broken tiles, now that sunlight is hitting your house consistently. In which you want to avoid immediately because it will compromise your roof another thing that is huge down here is your hoas are forcing homeowners with dirty tile roofs to clean their roofs yeah. and a lot of companies down here they use bleach and chlorine which is a big no-no i mean you mm-hmm. will accelerate the life of your roof and it will destroy it and we're seeing it when we're tearing off roofs you can see the bleached underlayment or the chlorinated underlayment that is completely cracking and it's turning white as well. And also would rust the perimeter metal in your vents and whatnot. Um, that was actually going to be my next question about how
0: often should you clean the roof and then pressure cleaning versus soft washing. I had a pressure cleaning company, uh, Pressure People, I don't know if you know, Sean Darcy. No, not sure heard of anyway, we had a conversation around this and I never really thought about it, but there's a certain way. Like you said, you can't use these chemicals. I think he said that you're not. It's one or the other. You're not supposed to pressure wash. You're supposed to soft wash or vice versa. Uh, God, the roof yes, damage it.
2: Right. Well, so there are some. OK, so there are products out there. And a, and, and a big one is on um, roof aside that you you apply to your roof before your roof gets dirty. And what it is, is you put this product on your roof tile and it's safe for the um, ecosystem. It's safe for your pets. It's safe for the roof. And you apply this product to your roof tile or even your roof shingle. And every time it rains or you get dew, it activates an ingredient in the product and washes down your roof. And they give you a two-year clean, free warranty. Um, But if your roof gets dirty, then you're going to have to pressure wash it off and then put this product on Mm But with that being said, there are certain roof tiles that have like a slurry on it, like it's it's like a paint that you can't use like gloss. this. Yeah, you can't use this product on because it doesn't penetrate the, concrete. the the tile or the concrete and it'll actually discolor your roof tile. So those are the roofs that you would have to pressure wash, in my opinion.
1: And when he says pressure washing, it's a low pressure. You definitely don't want to use a high pressure
0: cleaning system so and damage damage right. the, the tiles or the shingles or whatever. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think it's important. All these things we're talking about is important. Ideally, from where I sit as a consumer, I strive to have. Somebody in each industry that provides service to me that I feel confident and comfortable with where when I call them to come out to my house to give me their opinion, I don't have to worry about whether or not they're trying to push me into a new roof to make more profits. I, they they have my best interest at heart and they can come out and say, look, this is what's best for your financial situation. And I know that that's what you guys do with your business. So it's really nice to have you guys on my side to deal with these issues for sure
1: yeah we got your back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else that you guys would like to share before we wrap this this segment up?
1: No, you know, just if you are questioning continuing to do repairs or replacements, have that honest conversation with whatever con- uh, contractor, you are interviewing, um, and ask those questions. Don't be afraid that they come and they give you a replacement quote. It's not always necessarily saying you have to do the replacement right now, but as he mentioned, some of these roofs are costing $60,000, $70,000, $100,000. Um, even if it's $20,000, $10,000, know, it, it is a budget that you have to plan for, so you can start saving and preparing in the next coming years if that's something that's going to be in your near future
0: all right sounds good guys always a pleasure to our listeners thanks for tuning in and we will catch you next time see you later thank you thank you for joining us on another episode of the a to z roofing podcast We hope you enjoyed this deep dive into the world of roofing and that you're leaving with valuable insights and ideas to enhance your roofing projects. For more information, visit a to z or call 954-22-ROOFS. That's 954-227-6637.